0: So I want to bring you some thoughts from the road this morning. I'm just driving into work and and was thinking about this and thought maybe I would go ahead and share it with you here as a special bonus episode of the podcast. What I was thinking on is really the three keys to grow any business. And these things in the world we live in right now in 2019... In the digital marketing landscape, these are things that are just proving to to give results. In fact, it's almost unfair. Um, I don't know that unfair is the right word, uh, but but it's a formula. It's a formula that works, and it works so well, and it works in so many different contexts. So many different situations that if it's if it's not working, it's actually pretty instructive for you because it can tell you that something is wrong with your offer. Something is wrong. Maybe you're niched down too tightly, or maybe you are not marketing in the most effective way, etc. And there's there's ways to, to dig deeper uh, and into the numbers and figure out where the problem lies. But basically, with these three things, if you are not following this particular formula, then I think it's going to be hard to be in an online business of any kind, especially um, or even coaching and with respect to the online um, side of your, your product offerings. And if you are doing these three things, if you are following this formula, in other words over time you will see results and again if you're not seeing results within three months, six months a year at most from following this way of doing things then um, you know something is wrong now here's what I'm talking about the three keys basically to grow any online business and this is um something that i first heard this concept from shane sams of flipped com, and they have a great podcast the flipped lifestyle podcast a great membership community over there and uh I totally endorse their stuff they're they're really really great so i i, I essentially took His model and kind of molded it a little bit into something that I think is maybe uh, a little bit more uh, easy to remember, etc. But but basically, it's this when you are working on your business, you've got to create consistently, you've got to promote um, prolifically. And you have to pitch persistently. So you create consistently, you promote prolifically, and you pitch persistently. So let's break each one of those down. Right, so the first one is all about creation. So what are you creating? Well, you're creating content. You're creating content that fits into... um, the the uh, teach part of our time formula that we talk about from time to time, right? So I love these systems. I love formulas uh, because I, I like to be able to know what works, and I like to be able to, 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 to see repeatable processes and use repeatable processes over and over. So one of those, again, is the time formula, teach, invite, mature, engage. And within the teach phase, we have this creation of content. The way that we teach is by creating content, okay? And so as we, as we look at that, as we're creating uh, content that works for our business, what we're doing is creating things that provide value ahead of any kind of sale or any kind of promise of a sale or anything like that. We're creating content that provides value both to our existing client base and to potential clients. We're creating this content for people who could potentially uh, do business with us in the future. So as we do that, we want to make sure that what we're providing is, is value packed and ultimately is in line with our values, it's in line with the way that we want to create content, it's in line with the way that we want to show up in the world and things like that. Um, however, one of the things that people often miss with content creation is the need to do it consistently. And consistency is almost more important than quantity. In fact, it probably is more important than quantity. Because consistency over time creates quantity. Now, of course, the more that you create, the better. Because the more opportunities you are putting out into the world for people to find you, uh, it's just simple math. Um, It's kind of like if you were to buy a raffle ticket, Um, the odds increase of your winning. If you buy five raffle tickets instead of just one. And the same thing applies here. The more you can put out into the world, the better. Now, if you're strapped for time, you're strapped for, for dollars, you're limited by technology that you have available to you at this time, etc., then you may not be able to create as much quantity as you want to. And again, this is where I say you have to lean back on the consistency equation. If you can only create once per week, do that. If you can only create twice per month, do that. If you can only create once per month, do that. Now, at at that point in time, Uh, I might begin challenging you, okay, because it's kind of doubtful that you can really make much headway with one piece of content per month, and I would be willing to bet that if you really took inventory on your calendar, you would be able to find time to create more than one time per month, and you should be batching this content anyway, right, but that's a discussion for a different uh, day. So, you know... uh, so you have to create it consistently you need to be sure that you are showing up as often as you possibly can maybe you're somebody who has the uh, ability and the time freedom the financial freedom whatever it takes to, to create the content that you want to create to create two or three times per week that would be good but but don't but don't overstress yourself okay. You need to show up consistently, but don't burn yourself out because that's counterproductive, okay? Now, what, what really bolsters that is the second part of this. So, you need to be a consistent content creator, yes, but you need to be a prolific content promoter, okay? In other words, you need to promote prolifically. You need to get your content out there, constantly be pointing people back to the content that you have created. You should be repurposing your content to multiple channels and getting it out there. For as many people as possible to have the opportunity to discover you and to ultimately get in a position where they may do business with you. And prolific content promotion looks like social media. It looks like email. It looks like being a guest on podcasts. It looks like um, guest blogging, if you have the opportunity. That's rarer these days, but it's still possible. Some people still do that. So uh, it's getting yourself out there and the things that you offer out there and making sure that as many people as possible have the opportunity to interact with the content that you create. So in a sense, there should be a question that you're asking yourself every single day in your coaching business. And that is, what can I do today to promote my content? What can I do today to promote my content? Now, there's a reason for me. Now, some people would disagree here, but this is the way I think of it. There's a reason why, for me, it's not necessarily, what can I do today to get one more client? To get one more, you know, for you it might be coaching client. Um, The reason is you need to have a system set up that works automatically to produce clients based on the time formula, right? That's the way I teach. So um, we teach and then we invite and then we mature and then we engage. And there's all kinds of reasons for this. I mean, it, it, yes, it takes longer, of course. Uh, and there are situations, right, where, where you're going to get into a client relationship, you're going to bypass all that. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. What I'm saying is the general rule is that you want to move people into the top of your funnel. And for a number of reasons, like I mentioned. So, uh, you know, one of those reasons would be that it's really hard to make the jump from no relationship at all to them becoming a client. Is it possible? Absolutely, We've all heard those stories about people who have only dated for two months and then uh, went off and ran off and got married. And some of us, we've heard those stories of it happening even sooner than that, right? But that's not how it happens for the most part. For the most part, you enter into kind of a sales funnel, right? With somebody that you're going to eventually end up marrying. You meet and then you end up... um, uh, you know, maturing that relationship, and then only then do you end up literally engaging by getting engaged, and then you're engaged to be married for a while, and you work through that process as you mature the relationship even more, etc. So, there, there's a relationship element here, and so it's a lot easier to get into a client relationship once you've built a, a kind of uh, safer, more preliminary relationship with. Your prospects, right? So, and, and in their mind, it's just really hard for them to imagine jumping right into a paid relationship with you from never having heard you at all. So, content is safe for people. It's safe for people to consume your your content, um, and from there, you let the system do its work. The other reason why this is great is because it's going to pre-qualify um, your. Your clients. I mean, you're going to be working if you have the system set up how you want it set up, then it is literally going to have you working with only the kind of people, for the most part, that you want to be working with. It's going to be the kind of person who has read your blog post and said, Yes, I identify with that, and then solve with the next step, next logical step for them to take was the opt-in that you gave them. And they, they said, yes, I, I need that because that speaks directly to my situation. And then as you mature the relationship with even better content through your email funnel and eventually offer them something through that engagement piece, because remember, um, letters M and E are kind of happening at the same time, right, eventually, uh, they get to that place where the, the the maturing and the engaging are happening kind of in a dance with each other, and so when you do that, when you think when you think about it that way, I think it's helpful um, because it pre-qualifies your your clients. So it's safe to promote your content, and it is wise to promote your content. And so that boils down to it, right? That That's why I say that when you wake up every day, the question is, how can I promote my content? How can I get my content in front of more people? How can I teach one more person today how to um, succeed at work? How can I teach one more person today how to succeed in you know, their financial situation, in their health situation, etc. However you coach people, however you work with people, if you're an author, speaker, whatever, how can you point people to your content to help one more new person discover uh, about you today? And if the rest of the puzzle is in place, then this works. Okay, now the last piece of, of this particular discussion is to pitch persistently, to pitch persistently. Now, the word "pitch" sometimes has a negative connotation, but uh, I mean it really shouldn't, right? I mean it's just uh, it's just a sales uh, word, I and mean, that's probably why it has a negative connotation. Um, uh, you hear about pitchmen on TV and stuff like that, but uh, a sales pitch is a legitimate. Um, uh, thing. I mean, it's a legitimate term. It comes from a legitimate uh, uh, thing that happens. Every business does it. Even if we choose to to couch it in language that is more uh, socially acceptable or less taboo, we could say. uh, It's still, that's what it is. It's a sales pitch. And we have to pitch persistently. Now, uh, a couple ways you do that. Of course, one way you do that is by Utilizing the engage phase in your time funnel, right? So by every four to five emails or so, putting a strong call to action into the mix of your kind of long-term nurture sequence. So that is one way to do it. Another way to do it is by using the PS strategy. And um, the PS strategy is really simple. Basically, the PS in an email just always needs to be Pointing to the thing that you want them to buy. Remember, in an email, they're already to the point where they're in that mature phase, which means, basically, that they're also in that engaged phase. So, when they are doing that, they're already in a position where they're being pitched to on a regular enough basis to make sure that, you know, through the engaged piece, um, they're being pitched to on a regular enough basis to know that you have a product to offer, but infrequently enough that they feel like they're getting a lot more value from you than they are uh, being being pitched to. However, it's a very soft thing and no problem at all, especially if your um, offer is very compelling, such as like a free discovery call or something like that. It's nothing at all for you to just simply put that in your PS with nearly everything you send out, right? So this is how you prolifically... Promote that, or how you pitch persistently Um, in the in the uh, PS. It's just simply, hey, would you like to have personal one-on-one attention to help you figure this thing out? Uh, You know, get on my calendar today. Here are the available times, and then you link them to your Calendly, or you have it send you an email, or something like that. So you're, you're you're pitching persistently as you promote prolifically. What you are wanting to do is make sure that the content that you are promoting is always done with a purpose. And the purpose is to pitch your business. Right? So that's really the interesting part about this, is in the content you are teaching. But remember, you're not teaching just vague things. You're not teaching for no reason. You're teaching things that you have learned and that you have helped. and that can be given away for free that flow from the context of a greater thing, of what you're in business for, right? Of what you actually offer. So all throughout that content, yes, the strongest calls to action should be the invite, right? They should be bringing you in to that next uh, phase of the funnel, which is to get on the email list. Absolutely. But strong throughout even if it's just a text link, when you say something like my, okay, like you're maybe you're giving an example. One of my coaching clients, Bob, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The words coaching client need to be linked to your coaching packages, right? Why not? Why not? They should just be linked. And so they can click on that and then it takes them right to a place. So this kind of thing, your content should should point, your content itself in other words, should pitch. Persistently, whether it's a PS at the bottom of an email, whether it's a uh, interrupted little, interruptive sentence, you know, in the middle of a of a blog post. By the way, did I mention I have this thing? Um, whether it is a call to action at the end of a YouTube video for a discovery call, um, you know, whatever it may be. Th- these are just different ways that you can do that that fit within this. Um, Pitch persistently, part of the phase. But these three things working in concert, right? Um, the uh, consistent creation of content, the prolific promotion of content, and then the uh, persistently pitching of your offer. If you're doing these th- these three things with respect to the work that you do in your business, you are going to see results eventually. And it's not a one-hit wonder. It's not a magic pill, right? It's going to work if you do the work over a period of time. Don't let it discourage you if you don't see results in the first few months. Um, That's completely normal. This is a long-term strategy. But again, it's a strategy that you have to be doing. And three to five years from now, it's going to be like, holy cow, I'm so glad I started when I did. Because you're... You, can, you can't you can even imagine where your business is going to be then. And if you start this today, if you start this today, you are going to just be um, so very happy that you did when those days come. And if you don't start this today and you put it off and you put it off and you put it off and it never gets done, well, in three to five years, you're going to be no better off than where you are right now. You're not going to have taken any action. You're not going to have grown to the point that you wanted to be until you get serious about this thing and understand that this is how people who want to do online marketing make money this is how you do it it's very simple now yeah you can you can invest time into creating more personal connections you can stalk forums you can and you should do some of those things right when you're needed to create more immediate income you should be looking for people who need help be radically helpful serve them relentlessly get in there and help um, offer your services only when and where appropriate and necessary as the logical next step for the person to take And you could, you could do some of that gorilla type stuff and actually get clients quicker. But in terms of generating long-term clients through the process of a sales funnel or something like that, uh, in order to, to have it where clients are coming to you instead of you having to go from them to them, you need to put this system in place as soon as you can. Create consistently, promote prolifically, and pitch persistently. And that is how you're going to succeed in the online marketing efforts for your coaching business. Thanks for letting me discuss with you a little bit this morning on my way to work. I just had that thought and wanted to share with you. I appreciate you guys. Be sure to leave us a review, to rate the podcast, and of course to subscribe to the podcast if you are not already. God bless you, happy coaching, we'll see you next time.